Welcome to Only Podcasts in the Building, a true Sam and Veronica podcast experience with your hosts, Co-Cat Sam Brady, joined as always by Co-Cat Veronica. It's great to be here. Hi. Hey, in these troubling times, I'm glad that we have podcast. In these <laughs> trying times, now more than ever, it's no, so good to have a everyone podcast. has a podcast. Uh. Ugh. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. It's been a minute. It's been one full minute. It's since... been one minute since we podcast. That's why we lost our Halliburton sponsorship. Because <laughs> <laughs> of you and your songs. Uh, well, what did you, you, we were watching a television show called Only Murders in the Building. We watched the premiere. From Hulu. The first episode of Only Murders in the Building. Uh, you've seen the first, like, nine episodes? I think, uh, I think the first eight fully. First eight? And I'm on episode nine. Episode and nine. And you came in and I said, this podcast, or this podcast, this show, you will like it. Would you like to start it over with I did me? really like it. It's very nice. <laughs> so... Very mystery, really fun. And, and comedy. And comedy. And a show that's deeply about podcasts and the people who love them in a way that I didn't expect, a way that's very heartwarming and very fun. Uh, you know, I uh, really enjoyed listening to your Session Zero uh, and your uh, Session One at the live show for it, for Cthulhu and Friends, the new season. Yeah. And I also really enjoyed listening to the, uh, the retrospective for... Um, readings adventurers of them ending their campaign recently and listening to the big mailbag episode mm-hmm. and something that um, people really captured in that mailbag a lot of fans writing into that is how much podcasts in these pseudo relationships that are very intimate feeling when you listen to people and how that can be so helpful in hard times you mm-hmm. know and the show has such a reverence for not just podcasts and the people who love them but in how they are such a soothe, such a band-aid for troubled waters. Such a bridge over troubled waters for it, for that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. And it didn't do it in any sort of a belittling way. It did it truly in a, in a, in a, in a very, like, or here to understand and here to appreciate what it is. And So I, I thought that was, that was neat. They really came to came to play. Yeah, that's great. I love to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, the sh- in the show. Yeah. Which you introduced me to. Okay. Yeah. They did a good job. I'm glad. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. That's why I said you should watch this. You would like it. And in the first five minutes, you said, they made this show for me. Every every, every reference, reference. Every single reference. But the, I was laughing. I was just like cackling when someone said to Steve Martin, oh, you're not Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is my show. <laughs> or the, uh, fuck it, I'm off her only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. I get it. There he is. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's November. I don't even know the last time we made a podcast. Uh, probably two weeks ago, I'm sure. Yeah, time is an illusion. Yeah, time is an illusion. Um, what's happening? How can we, how can we earmark the world today for listeners 12 years in the future? Hello, listener. Uh, what's the new... COVID strain starts with an E. It's like oh, epsilon no. or something. Oh, What? <laughs> what? Why was, you're literally making me rub my eyes out. Why would in you stress? say that? Ugh. Yeah, so I think epsilon is just being tested oh, in South fuck Africa. You. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Tell time in 12 years. Oh. <laughs> I want to go home. Oh, I am home. <laughs> 
We just got our third boosters. Yeah, we just got our boosties. We went and had a Taco Bell breakfast, and then we got our booster shots. Oh, God. I, we fucking love the Taco Bell breakfast. We really do. Yeah, if you want to have the full podcast experience, you get an mnRNA vaccine. Yeah. That's first. I was like, what is that on the menu? <laughs> <laughs> that's a wink and a nod at Walgreens. <laughs> so that's first. And then after that, <laughs> you get your ass to Taco Bell, and you get a number 11, also known as a sausage contract. you got to get sausage. The rest are bullshit. Don't get bacon thinking it'll be good bacon. It's bullshit. Get the sausage contract. Get it with a kickstart uh, and a large kickstart because you, you need to get up and go. Uh, you, you got an mRNA. You've had a big day. Um, you know, our Taco Bell doesn't use the first window. What they should have done is give your vaccine through the first window, <laughs> and then you get your crunch wrap at the second window. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, how come we're not streamlining uh-huh. these vaccine processes? So that's the full podcast breakfast experience. I recommend yeah. it to everyone. And you can throw away those Cinnabon things. You don't need I them. I like them. Uh, you don't need them. Every time I try one, I'm like... They are a little superfluous and a little excessive. Yeah. How can it be? Yeah, it's so stupid. I hate it. And it, I hate that it looks like two balls. Just <laughs> right there. And they're dusty, too. Yeah. And you don't need, like, you know you you done fucked up with your day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to be told, reminded that aggressively. No, absolutely. Yeah. You're starting your morning out poorly. With, like, a nuclear missile just yeah. aimed right at your gut. At your heart. Yeah. It's like, you want to live? You don't care? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Eat me. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the that's the breakfast we recommend. <laughs> it is. If you get two of them with large kickstarts, it comes out to eleven eleven with North Carolina Winston Salem sales tax, which yeah. is you know that's good omen. So yeah. Not that we live there, we commute to Winston Salem to that specific Taco Bell. Yes. Yes. And, and yes. Where do we live exactly? You don't know. Now we live in Winston Salem. That's right. Um, yeah, that's all I had. Uh, go get vaxxed again, I guess if you if if you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is that like I didn't even know I was supposed to, and like I feel like I'm a person that's like pretty keyed into what's going on, and um, I was like, is this for me or is this just for old people or what? And it's like that's for you, bitch. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. We'll get it. What's new in your world? We just had Thanksgiving. We just had Thanksgiving. You made a great dinner. Uh, Sam helped make a great dinner. It was good. Um, I got our Thanksgiving dinner really, like, timed out now. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Um, It was such a relief because I don't know if listeners know or not, but we renovated our kitchen. Yeah. Um, over the I summer. I think we've talked about it a lot. Okay. Uh, but anyways, we took out the camper trailer oven. Yeah. And we put in a normal size oven. Yeah. It's not fancy. It's not like a six burner gas. No. No. It's a normal oven. It's a normal oven here. And um, it was awesome. It worked. All of the burners worked. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have to strategically place items like to be multi-stacked in a very narrow space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. That was good. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I love how when I talked about what I was thankful for, you cackled in my face. That was great. What were you thankful for? My Crocs, remember? 
Yeah, he thought I was joking. <laughs> I'm so thankful for whatever makes your life better. Yeah, no, and that's what you said immediately when you realized <laughs> that I wasn't joking. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was thankful for the, those goddamn Crocs. They were such a such a gift. Uh, my back didn't hurt at all. I felt so good. I was I was cooking for like five hours, yeah. five hours and fifteen minutes. Great. And it was so good. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um. What else? What do you got going on? Just same old, same old law school? Of going into final season. The final countdown. This is why we keep losing sponsorships. You're using unauthorized music. So it'll be my first final season of 2L. And once I get through these final seasons, I will be halfway done with this goddamn JD. Yep, that's true. So that'd be nice. It'll be nice to be halfway done. Yeah, I've enjoyed this semester. <laughs> I'm just, I was just, I just looked at Sam like, what? Well, I've enjoyed the classes and professors. This okay, semester. yeah, there he goes. Uh, yeah, it, and you found some stuff that you were like really good at. Sure, so that's yeah, yeah. really fun. Well, I, I guess really how can I have said that you were really good at your first one L things? Yeah, one L things. Sure. Um, to surprise exactly no listener, Sam is pretty good at things that he tries to be good at um i guess i'm gonna start decorating for the uh yule season yeah you love the moment thanksgiving is done it's like okay it's time for christmas christmas tree is coming up yeah you know this year is really hard though um i've been really struggling with like like super depressive episodes um, so normally, you know, I can like shake out of one pretty quick this year in uh, 2021 has literally been the worst year for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I didn't decorate for Halloween until like a day or two before, which is super unlike me. Uh, didn't get, didn't get Halloween candy. Um, until the day before, so we gave out all Christmas candy, which was great. It was fine. No one noticed. It was so dark. Um, and yeah, and, and today I'm just like, all right, get up in that attic, girl. Yeah. Go get your special things down. So, yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of in the past couple weeks me just begging myself to do the thing that I need to do. Yeah, it's hard. Too, it's a it's a very challenging time. Yeah, absolutely. And you're really dealing with, <clears throat> excuse me, dealing with a lot of migraine struggles recently. Oh. I mean, like you just came off of what a five day migraine. That one was really really yeah. hard. Oh, it was such a challenge. So. Just like things would, um, I'd be kind of, and you you gotta work, you gotta do shit. You mm-hmm. can't you can't stop. So you're doing things, but this stuff would happen that would be so debilitating. Just, like, mm-hmm. bring me to my knees. And it would be unexpected because I'd be fine until it, but just something would be just really triggering. And, oh, So that was really bad with a lot of aftershocks, really unrestful sleep through the whole long several-day episode. Yeah. So it was uh, – It's it's been tough. It's been tough mental episodes with my body really betraying me in a ways that it hasn't before. Mm-hmm. That I've had to stay on top of in a way that I haven't had to before. I'll layer it on top of um, trying to stay positive with a system that's a little bit out of my hands. Um, waiting yeah. for that cool summer opportunity to come my way. Yeah. Well, but to be fair, I think you stress about that cool summer opportunity first day of class and then, in the fall semester. I've not heard you not be so stressed about that 
since the classes started. Oh, well, months before classes started. Yeah, months before <laughs> classes started, you were very worried. Uh -huh. So I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah, well. Working hard. Yeah, working absolutely. Hard. Hardly working. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Um, what else is good? Oh, here's something really silly that I'm really looking forward to. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm really looking forward to getting my new wall calendar. Yeah? Yeah. Every year, I like to go now and get a special wall calendar, and I'll put it up, and I use it, like, all the time. And it's really nice. It's just inside of our laundry room, and I like it. Very cool. Yeah, you've had some real cool ones. The little miniatures was a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really, I'm kind of sad to see the end of my little cutie doodles go away. I'm like, oh, too okay, bad. Okay, so what do you think of this new television sensation that we've been into lately, Ozark? Ozark. I think things are going to happen with it, but you know what? Can I tell you something? Yeah. Four seasons top. I do not see it. I don't see it going, going to, to a season, season. five. Absolutely right. not. Podcast, podcast prediction right here. It's got the podcast, podcast bump to go four seasons and four seasons only. That's right. No more, no less. Yeah. Four seasons. Okay. So now that we've given that our, our blessing, <laughs> uh, hopefully Ozark can go forward. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're watching Ozark. Yeah. Do you like it? I do. Um, you know, I just talked about my, my mental health and, yeah. <laughs> and how hard it's a bleak, it has been. Bleak show. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's such a dark, dark show. And so I cannot just watch it. I have to be doing something else while we're doing it. So um, I've been really getting back into Animal Crossing since they released their new version and their new update and stuff. So I will play Animal Crossing while I'm playing, or while we're watching Ozark. And that seems to be a healthy-ish balance for me. Mm -hmm. So um, with the depressing, the dark, horrible content balanced with the sugary sweet goodness of Animal Crossing New Horizons. For those who haven't seen it, I would recommend it. I really oh, yeah. enjoy it. It's, it's very good. very fun. Jason Bateman uh, from Arrested Development fame and from many other things kind of stars in it as Marty Bird, a uh, financial planner. Who, CPA. CPA, who is kind of been roped into money laundering. Been roped into or has made life choices that have slammed him here. Well, both. Both. L little. Little. Like a little beep. Yeah. And is now uh, now making the best of that. <laughs> for yeah. For himself and for his family. I don't have any Kleenex. Sorry. Um. Yeah, so Marty Bird, and I really like his wife too, but I, Wendy, 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 Bird. Wendy Bird, she's really cool. I like her as an actor, though. Um, let's see. I like, Marty speaks to, the, the dark pragmatism of Marty Bird is something that speaks to me and my psyche in a way that a character on television hasn't, and kind of uniquely does. Yeah, um, I guess what's hard for me in this show is that there is no balance like marty is not balanced by like so there's no like witty character in the background nope. you know it's just other dark people going through dark times and that's hard yeah. to watch uh -huh. so there you go that's our recommendation <laughs> if you're interested great covid watching yeah i guess 
Just watch more suffering. Yeah, if you want to feel like suffering, <laughs> put on an episode of Ozark. It's great thriller, you know. It's it's not just darkness all the time. There's really good stakes and yeah. You I mean, give me it's, a look. I'm not giving you a look. I'm just saying <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. a good show, I and I like it. Uh-huh. I like it. I have Be us careful. watch it as much as we have the capacity to watch it. Yeah. I think it's like Bojack Horseman, which is another person of Arrested Development fame, making a deeply haunting and dark series. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I think, you know, I would recommend it in the same vein that I would recommend Bojack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't watch it if you're in a very terrible place. <laughs> but if you're fine-ish... And who is, you know, watch it. It'll be, I can't give it, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. What do you think about podcasts? What are you consuming these days, V? Nothing. Not What about Exit 42? Exit 42. Good. That is a paid only show by Big Grande, but we can, we can can love that here. We really enjoy that. Big Grande did like Teacher's Lounge. You probably know them from Comedy Bang Bang or other stuff like that. They're a funny comedy group. But we really like their improv thing, um, Exit 42. Yeah, I love Freedom, of course. Logic show. Freedom's really, really good. Um, Yeah, I I have not really been consuming podcasts because, like I said, I don't have the brain space to to keep it. So I just don't have it in me. In fact, I've been re-listening to some books that I really like. Yeah. So that kind of is the, the thing that my brain kind of gravitates to is... What is familiar and, you know, what do I, what do I already know the ending to Uh so I can be braced for that? And like, I think that's really difficult right now. And that, you know, with the way that my brain is sometimes betraying me, it's really difficult to, to even be surprised by stuff. I, I, I like to know the end. Okay. Right, right on. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't you just finish a, a book series recently that you really enjoyed? Yeah. Um, I finished The Elderling Chronicles, which is <clears throat> by my favorite fantasy author, Robin Hobb. Um, the first one is Assassin's Apprentice. And the last one in the series is Assassin's Fate. And I had listened, or I'm sorry, I had read the... Um, so it's not like a, a, there are trilogies within the, the, the Chronicles and, um, there's actually, there's a, a, a series of four books in one of those for the dragon keepers. But, um, it's a re it's a really beautiful tale. I think she is the most, uh, one of the most gifted fantasy authors ever. If you enjoy George R.R. R. Martin, you are missing out by not reading a better author, Robin Hobb, <laughs> who George R. R. Martin actually reads a lot of her, or writes forwards for her, and they've been longtime friends. And when he published um, the original Song of Ice and Fire was when Assassin's Apprentice was also released at that same time. So they've been in the same stratosphere for, you know, the bulk of their career. But... Um, the last trilogy I knew was the last, you know, the end to the story. And so, um, over the summer, I just started buying all of the audiobooks and re-listening and stuff. And I kept thinking like, oh, this is going to be new to me. I haven't read this far. And then like, you know, I got to the last trilogy. And I was like, oh, this is actually where I left off. Um, 
but it was it was actually really hard to to listen to and read because I knew it was going to be ending but one of the things that I love so much about Robin Hobb is that because I've been with her for so many years I was not scared of the ending because I knew it was going to be absolutely perfect and and it was it was I, I mean it was exactly how I would have wanted to end a story so it was great. Cool. I really loved it. It was so good. Cannot recommend a series or an author higher than this one in her. Awesome. Do you know if I've mentioned The Great Dissenter on the podcast before? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, that's a book I can really strongly recommend. It's by Peter uh, Canellos. It's The Great Dissenter, the untold story of America's judicial hero. It's about Justice John Marshall Harlan. Uh, John Marshall Harlan was a lone and singular dissenter in a lot of anti-canon Supreme Court cases. The anti-canon is what the Supreme Court has, or what constitutional law jurisprudence has backed away from very forcefully. So it's stuff like um, separate but equal kind Mm of, um, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Oh, it's escaping me, but it was the... What's uh, the concept? The concept is uh, the Depression era and pre-Depression era idea that there was a right to contract Lochner, the, the Lochner era economics. Excuse me, that's the era, that's the mm-hmm. idea. So that's of the, the anti-canon. He was a dissenter in that. Um, so he's a dissenter in many, many, many of, of uh, America's biggest black spots in uh, constitutional jurisprudence. He kind of saw where America could be and believed in that better America at a time when very, very few people did. Mm-hmm. And his faith in a colorblind system of justice as he kind of put pen to paper for it in the 1800s, uh, that faith of that it endured and fueled so many uh, people. Uh, I think it was Thurgood Marshall called some of his dissents his Bible and when he needed to find plaintiffs uh, for him and he couldn't find people who would stick their neck out for these difficult cases or would put themselves in danger for these causes, he would show them his dissents and talk about how there were judicial minds who believed in them and in their causes this early and that the, who believed in the America they were trying to create way back when. So the faith that he kept alive was very important to so many people and and was a promise very eventually fulfilled, but one that he had to live in the wilderness for all his life, kind of for this better America. So he's a really interesting guy, really neat guy. He was a Civil War veteran who um, had to shell his own home parents' house, uh, which would, had been taken over by the Confederacy uh, in his home state of K- Kentucky to help keep the Union together. He fought for the Union in that um, against his home state in Kentucky. So... Uh, someone who who really went through it <laughs> in in America and decided to believe in the ideals of America, besides despite having that faith shaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good one. We started that on our trip down to Florida this summer, and it was a real snooze fest for me. <laughs> but no, it, it was actually it was actually quite interesting. It's really hard for me to um, listen to you know some of the long. It's almost like the Leviticus part of the Bible where the begats are happening at the very beginning. I was just like, oh my gosh, we'll just get to the meat of the story, guys. 
But you really enjoyed it because you're learning all of this stuff and everything. But I actually really thought it was a very interesting book once you get past the one and a half hour forward. <laughs> <laughs> I had read some of his descents in, in Conla, not as a novelty, but like as yeah. a part of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so he's a he's a really interesting figure yeah. in American law. And, and it's really nice. Like so many of our conversations just, you know, in our day to day are now, you know, like you'll bring up, you know, something that happened in in this book and will tell me about that and stuff. And so it's really it's really interesting. I really enjoyed it being a part of our conversations. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely a worthwhile read. Yeah, so really strongly recommend that. But, um, oh, we forgot to talk about perhaps the largest bit of information that our podcast listeners don't know about. Okay. We have a new baby. Surprise. His name is Paxton. Paxton the the kitty cat. He's a kitty. He's a little baby kitty. And perhaps the best cat that's ever been. (laughs) I'm not sure. Veronica's head over heels of this cat. He's so cute. Okay, let me tell you about Paxton. Uh Paxton was named not after my shows or my creative um, stuff, right? So, you know, Eden and I went and picked out this cat at the shelter and this, that, and the other. And I had jokingly said, like, Paxton is a funny name, like, days and days before that. And she was like, yes, I love it. And that was, you know, just it. So Sam and I had a chuckle about it. And then um, we had all of these other names picked out. And I can't remember what name we thought we were going to be stuck on. Oh, we thought we were going to do Shade. That's what it was. Mm. And um, so anyways, Eden was very determined that we name this cat Paxton. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, it's so sweet that she is naming this cat after my creative world and all of this stuff. I thought it was so cute. And it turns out she's named him after Paxton who is the one of the main love interests for Davy in the show Never Have I Ever on Netflix. <laughs> and Mindy Kaling joint. <laughs> and so um, that is his name, Paxton. His middle name is Jariah. Uh, for those of you that know anything about Naruto, it's a very important character. And his last name is Brady. So, mm. yeah. All right. Yeah, Sam picked his middle initial, and then Noah said, no, his name is Jariah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's it. And he's very cute. He's so cuddly, he's and he loves to play. Very cuddly. Um, Something very satisfying about Paxton is he plays with whatever toy you get him in exactly the way you hope that a cat would enjoy that toy. Yeah. It's like he's seen the commercial for yeah. how something is supposed yeah, yeah. to work, and he's like, yeah, I got it. I got it. I'll take it from here. <laughs> yeah. It's extremely cute. Um, He and Happy are learning each other. <laughs> and by that, I think... Happy is learning to be patient with this little kitten who doesn't trust her yet. Yeah. So. They're a bit frenemies. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. I'd say so. Uh, Paxton will walk up silently behind her and just bonk her on the head or the butt. And she's like, rarf, rarf. Yeah. So it's very funny. But anyways, that's that's it. And I think that's the best note to end podcast podcast. Okay. Haven't. Happy after Thanksgiving if you celebrate. Yeah, have a heavenly day. Meow. <laughs> yeah.